What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Year Sports Show. It is your boy, Big Baby, along the solo R&B. I should probably add that next time so you don't got to say it. No, I'm going to say it. I'm going to still do it. You just have to – you got to be quicker with it, though. Dude, you just got to sound like Isaac Hayes like you usually do. Like this, I like, sounded like, like Isaac Hayes one up, last up. time, and y'all won't get over that. Like, no, come on. <laughs> 98.7, Kiss FM, bring you all the soul of r b for the year. It was three in the morning, and I had <laughs> cut a, a two-hour episode. I was tired. I did a lot of stuff that day. So, <laughs> so what you're telling me is you sound like Isaac Hayes at 3 o'clock. At 3 in the morning, yes. Yes, when I'm tired. Shut That's a bad man. <laughs> this motherfucker here on the mic, um, my Steven Jackson to, to me being Matt Barnes, DK Matt. What's going on, y'all? What's going on, y'all? What's going on? And last but definitely not least, the queen, Queen Tay. You people being a are we starting? No, he, he is starting. We, he is starting. That's what we doing. That's what we doing. That's what. That's what he is doing. <laughs> this is I sounded pretty good though. Thing. I sounded pretty good. I was on key this time. I was on key this time. Yeah, yeah I was. Yeah, it was all right. I no. see DC. I said so. I see DC. <laughs> I said, I said, I said, I said, I Oh, like I've been watching Golden Girls all week because, like, I don't know if anybody really knows what's been going on with me, but you know, I just like lost my mother and whatnot. But like, one of the shows that we used to always watch all the time, and don't judge me, Drake, because you you know you do that sometimes. But one of the shows that we used to watch was Golden Girls. The other one was like I think it was Designing Women. I didn't really care for that show that much, but I know she liked it so much. But our dad was just binge watching Golden Girls all week. Good. So That's good. So when I call you Dorothy, it's because you know she was quick witty, and nobody really fucked with her. And we all know Tavia ain't no, nothing to fuck with. So nope, nope. That's that has to be a shirt. Yeah, Tavia ain't nothing to fuck with. With the Falcon Punch sign. That's right. Nothing to fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so what's been going on, y'all? Definitely, what's going? What's been going on? How's everybody's week? It was good, good, good. Um, I finally I was able to host a successful online gala. Um, I participated in a show about um, I would say police brutality and the Black Lives Matter movement. Once I get that, I'll send that to y'all so y'all can see it. I think it was really good too. It just kind of expanded on my thoughts from last weekend w- without the cursing. Oh, okay. <laughs> you went the fuck off. We, we, you went from us, like, you was like, oh, I pray for you motherfuckers all the time. I'm like, oh, right. how do we turn into motherfuckers? This is what I'm trying to find out. And then she was just like, I'm fired the fuck up. Oh, my God. You went Goku, super sad. And ladies and gentlemen, it wasn't me this time. It was one word, Larry Morgan, that set her off. Right. Shout to Larry Morgan. Um, 90, 90, I said 99% of our sports views 
are very similar. I think that little 1% is about, you know, the cap thing, but the cap thing not as far as, like I said, I agree with, you know, I didn't fully disagree. Mm-hmm. It was just, you know, you know how it is, but shout out to Larry, though. Honestly, yeah. anything, everything that Larry said was kind of factual. It's just a lot, like he said, it's just, he didn't agree with the fact that there were non-football watchers that were trying to force him to, like, you know, Give stand up against NFL. Up, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I get it. I got and he that. Doesn't have, he doesn't have no ill will to Cap. And and every, a, lot of, a lot of the things that he said about Kaepernick was true. Kaepernick is not a, a Tom Brady or Russell you know, Wilson. He's not. He's, at best, probably like a second-string quarterback. But what we what we will like argue about is would he be playing today? We don't know. Right, right. But you know, it, the thing is about quarterbacks. It's like this is the same. It goes with the same old age old question. Like it's we have to see how Tom Brady does without a proper system, without the system right. that he's used to. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? So it's not fair to judge if somebody's the first and second string if they're in an effed up system. If they're in an effed up system then, like, there's nothing they could do besides what they do. You get what I'm saying? Like, But he was – they did figure out that read, that, that, that read option. And, and I've known Larry for a good while, and he's been he's been preaching that long before Captain. The anthem. Yeah, yeah, like, way before that, he's been saying that. He's like, yo, if they figure out that read option, he, he's saying the same – because me and him used to go back and forth about RG3, too. Because I thought RG3 was, like, God's gift to the NFL since Michael Vick. And they figured his ass out too. So because he was in my face and I had to eat shit and like the taste of him be like, all right, Larry, he was right. I yeah. hate him. Yeah, so I mean he was right about Cap and he was right about RG three. So yeah. I give him that. Larry knows the shit was supposed to end up Oh, of course. hundred yeah. percent. so I think there was facts on both sides. Xavier yeah. definitely um Larry pulled up pulled up stats to back up um his argument. Tavia did as well and I think the key thing that Tavia said and i think a lot of us agree with that and then i um i don't know if larry agreed but i think uh caps have a job regardless and that goes into the first thing we're going to talk about this motherfucker pete carroll right mm. <laughs> so i usually save the are you kidding me bro moments for, for everybody else but this will be my first are you kidding me bro moment because pete carroll got some fucking nerve so um, just to get into the article a little bit, <clears throat> he was on a media call and he was talking to the media about, um, Kaepernick's name came up and he spoke to them about him, quote unquote, regretting signing Colin Kaepernick in 2017 and that he also got a call that same day from a, a mysterious team that he can't say about Colin Kaepernick, uh, about them being interested in Colin Kaepernick. So I'm just going to read one of the quotes she said. Um, the reason it wasn't a right fit, because I held him such a high regard, Carol said, who spoke in the length of length on the topic during the video conference. I didn't see him as a backup quarterback, and I didn't want to put him in that situation with Russ. I just didn't feel like it was the right fit. That's the way I felt about it. I just wish it would have happened, and I wish I would have been part of it when they when the time was available all right you motherfucker here's the problem i have with you 
did Kaepernick ever say, did you anybody give him a chance to say, nah, I don't want to be a backup? No. Did So what I found out about the, um, the Seahawks, quote, unquote, interview for the job is that there was no on-field play for him. He didn't get on the mm-hmm. field. He didn't do no tryouts. All they were asking him was, is about his mindset and, and what was going on. No, fo- Nothing football-related, right? As a man who, who was recently fired, has anybody who's been fired, right? And, mm-hmm. Tavia, God forbid anything happens to you because you're, you're the best example right now. God forbid anything happens to you, and you have to find a job, right? Yeah. And a job, maybe it's a less paying job than you originally had, but you need a job. Yep. What if the job said, oh, you're too overqualified, so we won't That's happened to me my whole career. Me too. That's happened to me my whole career, Dre. Right. Without, like, like, and, and, and that's wild. I see it as wild. You're not giving me the option to be like, hey, no. And that's a different story if you don't take the job. But you're telling, bro, oh, nah, he's too qualified, overqualified to be a backup. So you're telling the man who just lost his job the way you can bring him in and he doesn't have a problem with being a backup. Cause y'all and y'all never even had him on the field, but he doesn't have a problem being a backup. Y'all tell him no. Uh, y'all tell him nah. He's too old. he's too overqualified. You know, with Rush. Nigga, what? But question is, did he ever come out and say that he he didn't have a problem with being a backup quarterback? But he never said that he didn't have a right. No, I, 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 yeah. I was just asking a question. I'm, I'm, I don't yeah. remember ever hearing him saying. I don't remember hearing it either. But I don't. I, I also don't. Again, I don't. I never heard him say he didn't mind being a backup either. I just like he's like, bro, like, why are you, why are you making the decision for him? And then now that looks crazy. That makes him look crazy. Like that makes him look like, oh, nah, he didn't want to be a backup. Even though that that's not the story that's supposed to be told. Like, yeah, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. Right? It's a, definitely a cop-out, Matt, 100%. Cop out. So, you know, I'm glad that you used me as an example for that, Dre, because that has happened. There was one time I had gotten laid off. This is a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And then I applied for a string job, and, they all, you know, I got the interviews, and they would say things like, oh, you know, she's great. I would make it all the way to the final round. And I'm like, oh, you're overqualified. You know, you should be doing this. I'm like, so at the end of the day, like, why did I apply for this job? Like, obviously, I apply for the job for a reason. I want to do it. Because I want to do it. You know what I'm saying? That's not for you. It's either it's for you to decide whether you want to give me the job or not. I'll take it how I want to. Mm -hmm. You know, the same thing. You know, it's just, to be honest with you, it's just, it's more signs pointing towards something wrong with the cap situation, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you. You get what I'm saying? Funny ass situation to me. I laugh at it because it's like the NFL is now being—they're finally getting the scrutiny that they should—they should have been getting from 2016. Mm-hmm. And it's like now with everything out in the open because everybody's been stuck in the house, and you're forced to see it now firsthand and 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 take accountability. You're copping out now. Don't say like, "Oh, he was right. He was right then. He's right now." No. No, it's not. He was right then, and he's right now. Take accountability. You were one of the. You were one of the 
the many teams that didn't give him a chance because one, you didn't want to deal with the you didn't want to deal with the public scrutiny of signing a player who's becoming a problem child because he's standing up to in y'all eyes against the national anthem when that wasn't what he was doing. Y'all fixed your own narrative. Now y'all look like shit. And now y'all want to try to like throw water on, throw, throw money on it and then throw your little weird ass apologies, but still not taking accountability for it. It's a mm-hmm. cop out. Don't say, Oh, I didn't want to create that problem between him and Russ. Granted, Russ is your star quarterback. Granted, Colin Kaepernick wasn't looked at as like a backup quarterback, even though we all agree that's probably his skill level. He's probably a backup quarterback, but. Give the man an opportunity to be put in that position. Yeah, but the thing is, you put him in a exactly. You put him in the right. You put you could put a decent quarterback in the right situation, and they can make they could be product productive. You get what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, it was it's it should be they should be embarrassed that it took this to say facts. And but you know the fucked up issue about it. Do I feel like the NFL is going to lose money or lose viewership over this shit? No. It's still going to be status quo. The only difference is now that it's it, 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 it's it's hell on earth right now, and there's riots and all of this shit is going on, and now the players are finally taking a, a stand about it, meaning like they're all a united front. It's not just one person here, one person there, and everybody's turning their back on it because they don't want to lose money or lose deals and shit. Now everybody, all the black athletes that are superstars are all united on it, now y'all want to say something about it. That's bullshit. I'm not, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of like with everybody else. I'm fed up with a lot of shit. I'm fed up with what just happened in Atlanta as we're speaking. I'm fed up with a lot of shit. So it's like to hear now, I'm hearing all these people apologize now where back then they were shitting on Cap and they were shitting on the Black Lives Movement as a whole and saying like, oh, we're just, we're just rioting and looters. We're just thugs. That's all we're looking forward to. And we're not, we're not standing for a right or cause. We're just using excuses. We're victims. These are all of the bullshit that everybody was saying. So now that it's in your face and the man lost his life and now that the superstars, the black superstar athletes are more united and more stronger now as a unit. Now you niggas want to apologize. But you know what too? But you know what too? It's not, I think that for the most part, the black athletes have been really united in their stance for years. I think what we see now is that every a lot more of diverse voices are outraged. So that's why people are kind of taking, paying attention to it. You know, you have a lot of people who are saying tone deaf things, you know what I'm saying, which is to be expected. But then you also, yeah, very tone deaf. But then you have people like J.J. Watt who, who came out before and said that, hey, I never felt that you know, Kaepernick's protest was disrespecting the flag. You know what I'm saying? He has just as much of a right to protest than anybody else do. You know, there's people out there who went to the Capitol with AR-15s because they couldn't get haircuts. So now, you know, people mm-hmm. are protesting for from a, a system, systemic racism. Now it's a it's a problem. Now we're looters, we're rioters, we're animals, we're thugs. Mm-hmm. I just don't like... I don't like how everybody's and Shannon Sharp said it the best. Everybody's like, well, wait. No, we made a mistake. I, I would have loved to have Kaepernick back then. No, that's not what y'all was thinking back then. Y'all did not want 
like Matt just said, the, the media frenzy that would have been going on if you designed Colin Kaepernick. It had nothing. It had zero to do with bro skill. You know what? But, I don't think it was even the media scrutiny. I think that a lot of them are friends with conservative leaders, and they were afraid of that backlash, that political capital backlash that they would have gotten. I think it's deep. They're losing out on money. Yeah, I think they were losing out on money. I don't even think it's not even money for the team. Money for themselves. That yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lot of these you owners and these teams live off of sponsorship. If you get a bad media off of a player, nobody's gonna want that. Nobody's gonna want that dirt on their hands. But Kaepernick that's didn't how they lose look any. At it. But the thing is, Kaepernick didn't lose any sponsorships that he had had because of this. So nope. he did though. But the thing is, because out of response, out of the yeah. negative responses, because there were some sports brands who were who were willing to to kind of step up to the to the fray and say, hey. You know, we take a stand against this. Like mm-hmm. I said, the problem is more the media because the media, as we can see, can be controlled. Yeah. It's the problem with their relationship with the political climate. And then when you yeah. have the owners, these owners who, you know, have way more political say than they should, or they, they invest in these uh, super PACs that make, you know, these laws that don't reflect us or uh, the po- uh, any type of positive life for us. You know, they feel that their status quo was threatened. You get what I'm saying? That's why I was trying to bring that point home. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just the media, because the media could be controlled. I think that if you would have, you know, the sad part about it is George Floyd happened so many times to so many different people. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it would not have been, oh, because we signed Kaepernick, you know, we're the old Black Lives Matter team. I think that that would have been drowned out because, you know, you have a president that's on Twitter all the time. He has a strong base of voters who, you know, who would say these, who feel empowered by the things that he says. So I think it, it hurts them on the political level, and they don't want to be on the wrong side of, I would say, their conservative allies. Mm-hmm. But history will, honestly, history will be better for, uh, will look um, higher upon Colin Kaepernick than it will the NFL and it'll probably this And they it. always did. Yeah. And we'll leave it we'll leave it at that. So um NASCAR. So if you've been living under a rock, which I'm sure a lot of us haven't been, but NASCAR, um notorious for Confederate flags and, and a lot of stuff we're not gonna get into. Uh no, fuck it. Confederate flags and white people saying nigga in the confines of each other. Um, known for that, um, NASCAR has decided to ban all Confederate flags from events and properties. Um, obviously, this is due to the climate of the world. And also, African-American driver Bubba Wallace uh, was challenged on CNN, challenging the sport to do it. And the sport listened and and did it, and it's not. There's a lot of drivers. There's a shit, almost all of the drivers, except one, was on his side. So, Ray Cicerelli. <laughs> this is probably the funniest shit I've heard. Ray Cicerelli felt a way about you know them dropping the flag, you know, uh, dropping the Confederate flag, because he said, "Oh, is is Loki disrespectful to um, 
I'm ad-libbing it. He, he definitely didn't say Loki, but he's basically saying, oh, it's disrespectful to certain, um, states that have the Confederate flag inside their, you know, inside their, um, state flag and all that, all that good stuff. I'm like, okay. Let's see who, who racist Sorelli is. Racist Sorelli has dro- um, driven in 32 NASCAR truck races and has won zero. NASCAR didn't even know this motherfucker was a part of them. And NASCAR responded, hey, we had to Google you, and we're sure that your dozens of fans are going to be disappointed. Wow. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Tay, you want me to run on this? Yeah, go ahead. I'll take you back. First off, whoever this racist really do this, I don't even know if I said his name right. I can give a fuck, honestly. Mm-hmm. He can eat a dick. Let's just be real. He can eat a dick. I don't give a fuck what he got to say. Y'all is disrespectful to what? A flag that tried to, a, a, a flag of troops who tried to keep us enslaved? Fuck that. Fuck him. Fuck that flag. We probably gonna lose some followers over that, but look, it is what it is. That Confederate flag shit represents so much spilled blood when it comes to this national, when it comes to my race. I give a fuck hey, about Matt, that flag. I'm sorry, Matt. You might you might have to repeat that because it cut out for me when my um uh, when my connection dropped. My fault, bro. <laughs> I said straight up, fuck that flag. <laughs> fuck whoever racist Sorelli is. You might <laughs> lose followers off of it, but I can give a fuck. I don't care. That flag represents so much oppression, so much <laughs> blood being spilt trying to keep us enslaved. I can give a fuck about that flag. I can give a fuck about people who give a, who even have feelings towards that flag that it feels disrespected to shit on it. If I could, I would piss on it, but I can't find that fucking flag anywhere, especially not up here. Down south, they wore that shit like it was like it was like it was Levi's. Them niggas, wore, they they literally walk around with that flag more than they walk around on the street with shoes. That's how much respect they have for that flag in the south. Fuck and I don't flag. get it. It represents failure. I mean, it was only, they tell people to get over racism. It was 400 years ago. You know, the Confederate flag was for the Confederate army that lasted four years in a law, in a war that they lost. So I don't ass. get why, it, yeah, I don't get why that the attachment <clears throat> to that. And I think the problem <clears throat> with Ray Ciccirelli is that he flip-flopped <clears throat> on his statements several times. You know, mm-hmm. he figured, he felt that, he said that you know, people should have the right to protest, but he felt okay. that NASCAR, you know, is get is trying to get too political. Where they're as a a sports brand, they should be apolitical. You get what I'm saying? And I think that he sounds like a. And he was already thinking about retiring, so why not retire with a bang? I mean, this is the most people have talked about him, you know, ever. ever. You know, Who the fuck so are you? You're part time driving ass. Yeah. We ain't never win shit. Shut the fuck up. You ain't yeah. nobody. I'm calling shut him a part-time driver. He is a part-time dr- Fuck you. Shut your ass down. Until you <laughs> win someday, you can get an interview. Shut your fucking ass up. You ain't shit. <laughs> you ain't gonna be shit. Retire. Still ain't shit. Shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here. Well, he definitely, he definitely retired with a bang. And I think that yeah. he was wrong, you know, for flip-flopping on his stance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that once you pick a side, you pick a side. You get what I'm saying? Like, and for him, and I think that NASCAR, you know, 
not flying the Confederate flag is a very good sign of being aware of, finally aware of how tone deaf that is. Mm-hmm. Now, and I can also- get it. I can get it if they if they said, "Hey, we're not going to fly the American flag," then that's the problem. <laughs> Yo, if NASCAR did that, they got some balls to drop, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a problem. I mean, I, you know, to be honest with you, that, that's the flag of our country. That's where we're from. That's where we're born. Yeah. I mean, that's our flag. You know what I'm saying? So I get that. Yeah. But the Confederate flag, what does that like? Why are people so? You know, I, I don't understand. And they say it's not a racial. It's like mm-hmm. pride for the South, and it's not racist, but everything about the South during that time, you know, you guys wanted a whole war just to separate yourselves from the North so that mm-hmm. you can keep slaves. They still did. Right. It's still slavery down there. They just don't, it's just modern day slavery, like I said. They still hold the same fucking values as they did in fucking 62 or 400 fucking years ago. The only difference is we can't be lynched in public and sold. We can still be working seven fucking days a week, fucking 14 hours a day. Ain't shit changed in the South. It's still like that. It's modern-day slavery. Nobody's going to talk about it because it's an at-will fucking state. There's no labor laws in fucking Georgia. Ancient change in general because, like I said, in the Constitution, they, they abolish, they quote, they partially abolish slavery, but if you go to jail, you already know what's up, bro. Like, <laughs> still. Yeah. What fucking cotton field? You want a cotton field? And there's so many companies that use labor from the jails to make their products. And that could be a whole episode on that. But, like, like we, like, it's so much that, that, that goes into it. And, like you said, y'all have people who wave Confederate flags and neo Nazi flags. Y'all niggas lost. Like, y'all lost. That was decisively too. Like, <laughs> y'all gonna catch that fade if we catch y'all in public. That's what it is. That's just how it is. Yeah. Revolution is now televised, which means, i.e., we are with the shits. We are ready. You better you, you and you really smoke. got that light and you want the, and you want that smoke. We are ready for it. We want it. We want all that. All that. What I want but, is to be able to be uh-huh. put in a position. I, I what don't just to be honest with you. The only thing mm-hmm. we want is to be seen for to be seen as equal. You get what I'm saying, yeah. and to be seen to you know everybody's going to struggle in life, and we just don't want race to be a, a predeterminant of that struggle. Right. And if people can't under if you can't understand that, then you. Might as well just shut up. Don't say anything. Basically. So if you're gonna say something, if you're gonna say something like that, like keep that to your family and friends, bro. Like don't don't say anything. Because normally when you work on your job, you're not allowed to talk about political this and political that unless you're working politics or or or, or in some type of government. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. keep that out of it. If that's what your job decides, like he did, he had the the, the free will to leave. Mm-hmm. So leave, bitch. And if, right. I angry, and if I sound angry, if I sound angry, because all this shit going on, we still dying, we still getting killed. Robert, yeah. Like what the fuck, yo? What the fuck? It's still happening in y'all face. 
Mm-hmm. It happened as recent as yet. Yeah, and that one is that, that, and that one is that one has been harder for the media to kind of spin than others, only because he did run away with their taser, but not realizing mm-hmm. that he was, you know, the cops are called because you know a man was sleeping in the parking lot instead of calling this man an Uber. No, right. no, we call the police. That's, a, that's the one in Atlanta. I'm talking about Robert Fuller who's fucking hanging from a tree. Oh, and Paul so, Del Oh, yeah. What the yeah, fuck? Oh, well, that takes us to the NBA now. What the yeah. fuck? Like, come on. Mm-hmm. This shit is still happening. Yeah. This is what, two weeks for Floyd? It's still happening. Yeah. So. can't spin this shit. Y'all can't spin it. Y'all can't hide it under the rug. It, it's not spaced out like Trayvon Martin and Sandra Bland and fucking... Eric it wasn't even spaced out then. There were so many that were happening that just wasn't filmed. Right. There were so many happening. So like many had, happening. Like, you know, Trayvon was in, you know, 2012, and then you had this one happen. Mike Brown happened. Eric Garner happened. Sandra Bland happened. These are the bigger, these are the bigger cases and bigger names, but there was, there were mid-sized ones that happened too. And like yeah. I said, I would be, I would be outraged if this happened to anyone. It's just, we're so, we're unfortunately used to seeing it happening to us. Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. The only, the only yeah. thing they could argue that, oh, but, y'all, but y'all kill each other on a regular. Fuck you! Yeah. Yeah, we can, so, we can go a whole nother episode talking about, you know, the, the, the myth that is black on black crime. Because when people live around each other, you know what I'm saying, when you redline and redistrict these areas to system, to systemically keep people of color out of your neighborhoods, right? You live in, in predominantly white areas. Is, is, why don't white crime happen? So the mm-hmm. same way we could say black on black crime, we could say Asian on Asian, Hispanic on Hispanic. It's just a, it's just a thing that people, you know, snatch a hold of. And black on black crime was a big thing in, when we were growing up, supposedly. And that was a myth, basically, created yep. to, to keep this same type of stuff going on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's definitely the same things going on. It, it definitely has to stop. So we're going to be moving forward into the moving forward. Yo, yo, it's your big baby of the year sports show. And if you can hear my voice, that means you are locked into the Java Chairs Podcast Network, where we have tons of great content for you, hours upon hours of content, which include us at the Year Sports Show, myself, Big Baby, BK Matt, Queen Tay, aka Queen Captain Falcon, Falcon Punch, and the living legend, One Word, aka he's been here before, Larry Morgan. We also have the Cash and Dogs podcast with Amanda Panda, Princess Tati, and your boy, Mr. Hit her with the movie, a.k.a. Lawrence. We also have our flagship show, The Jobless Heads Podcast, with stars Sir Wilkins, Mr. Black, and Janelle from the HR. So stay locked into The Jobless Heads Podcast Network for more and more and more great content. Hashtag Black Excellence. Hashtag The Dynasty Continues. Yeah. So, as we move on to some NBA news, there may be some um, problems with the bubble 
um, that the NBA players will be playing in. Um, the main issue that I'm hearing is that, well, a few main issues. Because teams would be, players would be away from their families for seven weeks. That's one issue. That's they've one been with major. Them for, they've been with them for three months. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. You would think they would want to be home, but because yeah. of the, the amount of time that they're never home, that it's probably like, oh, nah, I want to be with my family now. Right. Yeah. How many, how, um, how many weeks you said it was? How many weeks? Seven. Man. Go ahead. It's too much. Wait, no, they can't, right? Like, you, cool. you can't leave the bubble. Either like you can't go out the bubble and go home and come back. That's not how it works. They said you have to stay in the bubble. Um, another issue is from what I've learned is that the NBA players, the U, not the union, but the players never got a chance to vote on everything that happened. So a lot of the players are upset that because of the political climate and everything that's going on, they have. They really didn't have a say in how everything is going. Mm-hmm. So, um, my my question to you: Do you think these things would be um, kind of deal breakers to stop the NBA, especially with all of this stuff going on, and players already thinking that it's not a good idea to play because of this? I think it's a cop out. Honestly, I think that you know we're in a, a day and age where. You have players like Kyrie saying that they don't want to play because of, you know, they don't feel safe in the political climate in um, in Florida. You know, coming off of you know the the long stretch from COVID. But you have to understand that not a lot of these players make the same amount of money as a Kyrie Irving. So they want to play this for their livelihood, and I don't think that they should the the union should have anything to say about it. Your job is starting back up. Your job is starting back up. If you want to sit down, sit down. If not. You know, suit up and play. Mm-hmm. I think that they'll do more justice for their fans by playing than by not. And not every team is going to be there for seven weeks, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and that was not all of them. Not all of them, because and that they was have another to problem the too. Yeah, and they got to finish out the season, and if they get eliminated, they leave. Okay, well, mm-hmm. training camp is is about six, seven weeks. No. Yeah. Training camp? No, no. Training camp. It is. It starts up in what beginning of uh, the, like towards the ending of August, no. going into September. You talking about training camp for this for the remaining season or the actual no, like, like normal, normal actual like normal? For next, normal. Like, oh. not for next season. We are talking about normally if this shit didn't happen, it's like it's like close to two months in training camp, and then they start the summer league. Right. So but they mean, go back and forth. To, they they are home, one they're home. You can go back and forth home because you're not doing training camp. So and and you're able to bring your families if you do something. I'm like pretty sure like, their wives um, want to. I'm pretty sure their wives want to break from them too because they've probably been home for three months at this point. Mm-hmm. Got a wife. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Bullshit. It's like, I look. mean, I get the pride. I get why they're that. You know why it will be uncomfortable. Don't get me wrong. You know with the format, but. You know, don't you? I think that's the only way to really ensure safety for all of them. Yeah. You know, I think that's the only way because if you, what if you leave and go home and then contract COVID on your way back? Because COVID, people forget COVID is still around. Yeah. People are acting as if like this is not real anymore. I don't mm-hmm. know who decided that COVID was over. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. But they niggas out in the street. Yeah, they out here. Labor Day is Labor Day is looking like a girl. That's how bad. No, the damn, the damn, listen, there. Labor Day par- people, they about to make their own Labor Day parade, bro. Like, I just saw a gender reveal barbecue right across the street, and it was lit. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. lit. Like, ain't nobody studying COVID no more. So, I mean, it is, as far as Kyrie Irving shit, I mm-hmm. get it. From what I'm reading, it's only like 20 players that are going to get paid if they were to, like, continue on with this shit. And he's thinking like it's gonna divide him. Okay, get it, granted, but you also gotta understand the death of this season means a lot of these players are gonna fall to the wayside. They have no chance to prove their worth. And a lot of them get their contracts based on how they perform in the playoffs. So, with that being said, Kyrie Irving, you got paid. Cut your shit. Let's just let's just be realistic. Cut your shit. I get what you're where you're going with it, but unless the one, the twenty people that are getting paid is trying to put money to Black Lives Matter or whatever the case may be, or to the cause, or like they're trying to like build a, a foundation towards this, I'm not understanding your your, your stance in this. Divide y'all how? Y'all play basketball. That's what y'all. He already that's divided. Y'all He's y'all already divided. divided. Like, bro, you, bro, you said like, the earth is flat, so you're on, you're on the other side, player. <laughs> I mean, like, you, 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 call the spade a spade, bro. You got paid, bro. You gonna I think this is bigger than that. I think you realize, like, it's like you realize the Brooklyn Nets are not probably gonna do too well in this goddamn tournament, and mm. I, I hope it, I'm hoping against it. But then again, KD said he's not playing. And clearly Kyrie is on his shit, so it's looking like he's not gonna play either. Well, well Kyrie's well, injured. In, Kyrie and Ky, Kyrie and KD are injured. They're not playing in general. They weren't gonna play at all anyway. The thing with Kyrie is saying, and, and what uh, I think, well, it's it's and the thing with Stephen Jackson said was that um, the NBA pop, it could possibly take away the the you know the. Uh, um, what's the steam from the all that's going on. The, the steam from you know the the, the protest and uh, take take away the, the the broader message of what's going on. Because when people see sports, they're like, "Oh, everything is good in the world again," and people forget. But at the same time, I I don't feel like that's gonna happen. I feel like people are just straight up fed up with everything, and no matter what happens, people are still gonna protest. And I think the NBA should still go on because. That is a bigger stage to make your protest. To make I mean, your protest. But if you're explaining so, like that, then fans are no fans. If you if you're explaining it like that, I understand his, his, I understand that. Yeah. Point. I, I just say out of mind. I get that point. But mm-hmm. if you're if you're talking about money, then there's nothing for us to talk about. Like you sound stupid. You're gonna get. Kyrie wasn't talking no, about. No, well. No. Well, because I saw money. That's what I'm saying. I saw money when 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 I read the when I read what I read. So if you're well, explaining it, if he's explaining it like how you just explain it, I agree with him. Yeah, you but Stephen want... Jackson said that, not Kyrie oh, Irving. Jack, oh, okay. Jack said that, and and Jack said that, and um, Dwight Howard said that. Well, um, nobody can, you know. Um, I really fuck with Stephen Jackson. Let me tell you something. Dwight Howard always looks for an excuse not to play. <laughs> 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 but 
Let's be real here. <laughs> Let's be real here. You know, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, you know, Kyrie, he's like, he don't like the political climate in Florida. You was in Boston. You know how racist it is in Boston? Facts. Bro, like... You like, know, like... The Red Sox just came out with something saying that they know how racist Boston is. The Red Sox. The, the damn Red PD Sox. And the Boston PD. Mm-hmm. They knew. So, you know, don't be a hypocrite now. Don't be a hypocrite. Hernandez get away with three murders before they arrested his ass. I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. My bad. That's a surprise too. Yeah. <laughs> surprise too. Right. His last name Hernandez. You just thought they got him first. I, I mean, mean they, they, they love it they, though. They caught, yeah, they caught, they caught, caught yeah. this partner in crime before they caught him. Think about it. They threw the book at that dude, and they still didn't want to. They still didn't want to like convict Aaron Hernandez. They 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 wanted his boy, the dude that he shot in Florida. <laughs> oh, shot in the face, right? He did. Right. Like. That was how they got him. His testimony. I know, and it had mad inaccuracies too. Facts. I mean, it didn't. It, even to this day, they'll sit there and go like, "Well, we don't. We can't fully go with his story because he probably just want revenge on. He, he, he just probably just want revenge." They were still trying to find like a holes in his story. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up, bro. Like, like. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um. <laughs> nah, you're good. You're good. You're good. So, um. The other part of this is players are, they were told by the league that if you decide not to play, you will not be paid. Um, in any circumstance, especially with what's going on, do you agree with the, uh, the NBA and the board of governors saying that if an NBA player decides not to play because of, for whatever reason, they have the right to, the league just won't pay them. Do you agree with I that? I agree with that 100%, yes. If I don't show up to work, guess what, work. guess what happens if I don't show up to work? I don't get paid. I get mm-hmm. Like I said, their purview or my purview is two different things. Unless they were deferring their salaries to to like Black Lives Matter causes or, or even, mm-hmm. you know, health insurance causes and stuff like that, then that's different. But mm-hmm. no, no, don't get paid. Take that L, bro. Well, that's what Austin River was saying too. The reason why everybody should pay is that you're, you're playing and you're getting paid the money that y'all getting. Put your money where your mouth is. Send it to Black Lives Matter. Send it, and they won't send it to that. the organization. Of course not. I mean, some would. Because what's 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 some a couple would. hundred thousand? What's a couple hundred thousand dollars to somebody that's getting paid like one hundred and twenty or forty million dollars just for that one season alone? What's I can't tell somebody dollars? at the end of the bench. To give that much money, exactly. exactly. Also, their salary—that's taxes coming out their check for the year. Like that, I'm not going to tell nobody to do that. But give give what you can. If, if the plan is for y'all to play, give what you can and show like 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 show strength in numbers. Don't don't talk about it and not be about it. That's, exactly. Don't talk about it and not be about it because at the end of the day. People are looking at y'all, and I, um, you know, y'all make NBA players have made statements in the past. There's no time like the present to continue making statements and everything like that. Me personally, because of how wishy washy Kyrie is as a person, sometimes it was kind of strange to me that he was one of the elected officials in in the, the players' union. So I was kind of like, okay, but. 
But at the same time, I get with his platform, I mean, him being in the New York media, I guess it's, you know, enough for him to get his, his platform across. So All right, help out Brooklyn then. Fulton sure. Street, Nostrand Avenue, Eastern Parkway, Flatbush Avenue look like shit right now. No, no, it shouldn't look bad no more. No, it shouldn't look bad no more. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. No, the, if, <laughs> you want, you really want to make a statement on something, I need mm-hmm. to see you out there on the streets doing what, exactly. what, 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 I need to see you do yeah. all that. Don't do that. Don't, don't talk and say, oh, you're trying to divide us when America's being, is divided as we speak. And again, this is not a knock at Kyrie. I'm a Kyrie Irving fan. Me and Dre go back and forth about Kyrie Irving and the Nets all the time. This is not saying like I'm shitting on you as a player or as a human being. I'm just saying you're, you, 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 you divulge this, right? And, and, and it's kind of in response, in response to what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. So you don't, we, we not trying to kill the scene of what's going on. Be active. Brooklyn is a war zone right now. You are the star player of the Brooklyn Nets. Not in New Jersey no more, homie. You in Brooklyn. You right there on, you right there on Flatbush, homie. You right there on Flatbush. Do something. Yeah. Take a stand. Do something. Yeah, uh, I know. That is, uh, is something crazy. But on a, a light, on a lighter note on the NBA, there's been, um, you know, back, there's been a few back and forth. Well, it's not so much lighter, but it's, it's less political. Let's say this. Um, the NBA, as everybody knows, coming back with 22 teams. A lot of people are opposed to that. People are saying maybe you should have did 30. Maybe you should just did the, the final 16. Um, just a, a quick rapid fire. Um, I'll start with Tavia. How do you, um, would you do 16 teams, 22 teams, or the 30 teams, and why? I think that for me, I think that wherever the regular season ended, I think that maybe anybody who was fighting for, I guess, the eighth or seventh seed should mm-hmm. play. I think that maybe I would do a 22-team format to give those teams a chance to make the playoffs. I would shorten the mm-hmm. the um, the bubble maybe a week. Mm-hmm. But 22 teams, I think that having so many, having more teams makes it more confusing. There were some teams that, to me, that if you were fighting for like one, two, three, or four, or five and six, mm-hmm. or whatever, that you should have qualification to be there. But I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I, would, I wouldn't I would go so far as to say 16 teams, because there's teams that who were fighting for playoff contention. But I would say 22. Matt, what do you think? Honestly, I just, because it's such a big, it's such a big, like asinine thing and, and, and such a problem with this 22 team format and this bubble shit and everybody not wanting to be in that bubble for seven, you said seven weeks? Fuck it. You should have just kept it at 16. It should have just been the yeah. playoffs and let it go. Like, <laughs> that's, that's how I'm feeling right now. But then again, you don't want to take, I like, like what Stat said, Stat Steven Jackson. Like, mm-hmm. you really don't want to take too much eyes off of what's going on because we have the scene right now. Mm-hmm. We have people's eyes and ears now. Does that mean that change is coming right away? Possibly not. Do I feel change is going to eventually come? Yes. I hope on it. I pray on it every day. But the message is the message is we want equality. We want this. We want that. We want police brutality. We want we don't want police brutality. We want police to be retrained 
to handle certain situations better to where our people are not dying in the streets from their hands. So you don't want to take the message away. If we're going to have an NBA season, I don't think it should be drawn out all the way up until September or October. Mm-hmm. I said just let let the playoffs happen the way it, where it's set up, honestly, because we kind of already knew who the top four was going to be anyway. Top, well, okay. It's the top but, but it's the bottom four. It's the bottom. Yeah, it's, it's the bottom. Not even the bottom four. It's the bottom one. That one or two. Yeah. yeah, it's the bottom seven and eight. And, that, and that's what I get to my point about the 16 teams. I think one through seven should be a lock, unless number seven and eight are a game apart or something like that. But number one through seven should be a lock. The teams that they have at the bottom, like the New Orleans, the Memphis, San Antonio, um, um, whoever else, and Washington on the east, or Orlando on the east, like those teams, eight through thirteen on the uh, on the west, and number nine on the east, they should have a tournament for the playoff spots. They should be the ones playing for the playoff spot. The others, the other teams that sh- that um want to play, the other playoff teams should be able to play exhibition games that don't count towards anything. Since they're already there, since they're already locked in, so you give enough people time to, you know, to get some, get their legs under them. I don't think the way they're doing it now to have eight regular season games to determine seeding makes sense. Where you can just give people what they want, give the eight, give eight through fourteen, I guess, in in this case, playing tournament for both eight seeds and let everybody else play exhibition games. And then do the playoff, shorten the playoffs. Yeah, three games in the first round, five games in the next, seven games in the next two. That's that should be it. Well, but, however it plays out, how it's gonna play out. We, like I said, we're 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 getting as close to them starting up as possible. And honestly, I'm anxious. I'm intrigued to see how it's gonna play out. I am because again, I love basketball, but. <laughs> this shit crazy, man. I ain't gonna Kyrie Irving and and what he's saying and Stat and what he's saying is crazy. It's a crazy situation. I'm intrigued to see how it's gonna play out. I mean, I want to see how Adam how um, Adam Silver is gonna even like handle it or deal with it. Because again, I don't even think Kyrie Irving was even playing this year anyway, like playing for the rest of the season anyway. So he wasn't. So that, this is definitely not about him. But um. Moving forward, Tavia, you have time for the backlash, or you have to be up? Tavia, gone already. I'm here. I'm here. Uh-oh. I am. I'm joining my boot camp class, so I have to run. Okay. I'm running. All right. Uh-huh. All right, guys. <laughs> All right. So, um, thank you guys for a wonderful episode. Of course. Ooh. We're gonna, uh, Matt, I'm gonna um, go on and do the backlash. Yeah, because you know I really don't know what's going on in wrestling. Yeah, I know, I know. Alright. So. Alright, All right, bye everybody. Thank you. Later. Later. She said boot camp. Yeah? She definitely she said boot camp. Yeah, she if I wasn't afraid of Tavia before this episode, I'm even more now. She's in boot camp. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. Alright, so. That definitely just happened. Let's get to Backlash. Yes, we are doing wrestling. I know we haven't done wrestling in a while, a lot of wrestling in a while, but you know, this is Backlash, the quote-unquote greatest 
with the greatest wrestling match ever. But we're not going to start there. We're going to start at the bottom of the card. Uh, we know. We're going to talk about it because I, talk, I talked about it um, yesterday on uh, my boy's podcast, um, Wrestling. Um, wrestling. Um, what is it called? Let's <laughs> fuck it up. Wrestling Talks and Thoughts. Yeah, WTT. Shout out to them boys over there. Um, so let's talk about the first match. Apollo Cruz versus Andrade with Zelina Vega for the United States Championship. Um, who do you think is coming out on top on this one? Well, clearly freaking Apollo's coming out of that. They're, they're pushing him to the moon right now. I'm glad he's getting the TV time that he's getting because he's a mm-hmm. phenomenal talent. I'm just a little weird that he beat him with a standing shooting star press. I didn't, I didn't get that. But, um, yeah. The Yuha combination? <laughs> I refuse. That one used to be his finisher when he was on the Indies. <laughs> yeah, but he ain't in the Indies no more. He ain't in the Indies no more. Well, yeah, that, they let that, him that. use it because it was a big moment. But then he lost, then you saw how he lost with the, um, that Toss Powerbomb, which they need to have a name for it. The shit that Triple H told him how to do? Well, not yeah. told him, but like... Told him yeah. to do, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm rolling with Um, You know what? As much as I want Apollo, I think Vince is in the business of swerving right now, and he may put the belt back on Andrade. And they may put... I don't see why. Belt. I don't know. Why? Can I give you why I think Apollo's going to win and Andrade is going to move on? Go ahead. All right. Andrade, Andrade has, he has, like, he has really good overheat as far as Elena Vegas, even though she's hot as shit. But they have a good-ass chemistry, and they're lacking, like, hills for Drew to go up against, right? So, yeah, Andrade is not, like, he doesn't match up as far as, like, Height-wise and power-wise with Drew, he has that X-Factor and he's Lena. So that hill heat is what Drew needs as far as, like, a few, especially after the Seth Rollins. Because, again, people are going to get tired of seeing Drew versus Seth Rollins over and over and over again. So that's a formidable opponent for Drew to go one of to defend the title against. Because, I mean, we're, we're going to get to Drew and Seth later, right? Yeah, that, come on. But that's what I was on. Well, hey. Drew and Seth are done. Their program is over. They they haven't gone back to it. And I, what I mentioned about um and and what I think about Andrade winning is that you can't put him back against Drew after you already had Drew beat his ass twice already. Beat beat him twice already, and Drew beat all the whole stable up. So that yeah, doesn't make a, that that doesn't make Andrade look very credible. If you well, beat up him and, and the band of the band of uh, strippers and shit, so like strippers, they look bad. all like Magic Mike. They look I'm like they was all in Magic Mike. <laughs> magic. But I'm saying in general to the point where they need hills. So he's they a hill. Hills. He's one of the top hills that they have on Raw. So I do see Drew going against Andrade. Very soon. What? Yeah, when we get to that championship match, I have, I have something to throw out for that. But, uh, okay, I get you. I get you with that. Um, the next match, uh, Bailey and Sasha, the Boston Hug Connection. 
Uh, I'm sorry, no, the role models. My bad, the role models. That's, that's horrible. Versus Bliss and Cross versus the Iconics. Um, who do you think is going to come out on top? I am, yeah. Who do you think is going to come out on top? Iconics. I said that too yesterday, and somebody thought I was tripping. Really? All right, I can break down why I think that too. All right. Oh, right. Hit right? Mm-hmm. The Boston Hug Connection, who did they lose the titles to? The Iconics. All right. And then Sasha went missing for months, right? Because she was so mm-hmm. hurt. That's how they played it, right? Mm-hmm. They've been building this breakup between Bailey and Sasha for so long that they gave us a swerve of them winning the tag titles. This is pretty much like fucking... Austin and do love being fucking tag team champions and then they lose the titles only for them to be shooting. That's how I look at it. Like, I just feel like it's, uh, it's just an added arc to either Sasha turning babyface, which I think is a big ass fucking mistake because she's the best as a heel. She needs to never be a face ever again. And I feel like her biggest opponent, her biggest opponent is always Bailey. And, and, well, Bailey's biggest opponent is always Sasha. I, Sasha's biggest opponent might be Charlotte. That's just my opinion. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like it's just a matter arc for them to break up and eventually go after each other for the title. It makes no sense for fucking Bailey to have two titles. She doesn't need no, it. Sasha doesn't it need doesn't. it. It doesn't. I think – I also think the Iconics are going to win. And you have to take into account Sasha, Sasha Banks – Title defense record is trash. That's one. <laughs> it, it is really trash. The other part of that is, again, they're building Bailey and Sasha, but one thing two of those teams have in common is that two of those teams, Boss, uh, um, Banks and Bailey and Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss are two-time women's tag team champions. The Iconics have only won the title once. And if you want to, and if you make the Iconics lose, where, where is it that you go from there, for there with them? Uh, they would also have to. They would go back, back, clearly. Cause I, right. I don't know why they're keeping Alexa Bliss in the tag team, cause she, she was a really good, you know, women's champion. I don't get, I mean, maybe it's, they're trying to like, you know, protect they her. Maybe preserving her. Yeah, they maybe trying to preserve her. So I mean, yeah. but, then they might, like I said, it might be a setup for them to eventually break up coming up. So, but right now the main focus is Bailey and Sasha. They're getting a lot of TV time, and that's clearly because they're trying to go somewhere with that. And mm-hmm. Charlotte, like, put, you know, she put a little gasoline or put sticks together for that fire to, to officially like ablaze. So them losing the tag titles, it can be well, it's your fault we lost, and it's the second mm-hmm. time we lost. Bailey can use it as, well, you're not really good at defending champions anyway, so of course it's, it's your fault we lost type shit. You know, it could play yeah. into what you were saying. So that's why I can I hear Bailey saying that too. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. the only ones that really can benefit off of this, off the tag titles right now is the Iconics because they've mm-hmm. been off TV for so long. And then you got to take in the concept of heels are better as champions than the baby faces because baby faces have to chase. Yeah. So I mean, that's a, that's an arc for Nikki 
Nick, Nikki Cross and um, Alexa Bliss to chase the Iconics, while Sasha and Bailey venture off and do their own storyline. So it works. Yeah, agreed. I think I think it works. Um, and I, I also think you can't break Bliss and Cross up yet either because it's not it's the women's tag team division is depleted. It's depleted. It's done. It's really virtually like three or four teams. Um, right and not, right now. You right now, I would say put Jax and, and Tamina back together, especially with the steam Tamina is, is getting on social media. But um, even then, it's like you can't really do much with that because then um, what are you going to do about the Raw Women's Title Division? Well, the Raw Women's Title Division is is it's okay, I guess. Charlotte and Oscar. Charlotte, Oscar, and then and Nia, that's it. And and they've never taken Natalia seriously enough. So that's a whole other episode. So, um, Sheamus and Jeff Hardy. I'm going to start with this one. This is bullshit. I'm tired of this fucking tired of, tired of it. It's a waste. And stop, stop making fun of people's addiction. And, 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 and the problem is, like I said, whatever, what, Ever Sheamus has been saying, he's been a hundred percent spot on with everything with Jeff Hardy. So it's not like there's no room for debate or argument. Jeff Hardy has been a known abuser with plenty of chances. Why in this case should we even take Jeff Hardy seriously enough for him to, you know, be clean and beat Sheamus? I mean, they're going to make him beat Sheamus, of course, but. Like I said, why not push Sheamus instead of Jeff Hardy? Like, like y'all not making no sense. I don't, I don't like, I just don't like the story. And I think, like I said, I think Sheamus is better than Jeff Hardy. So, I don't know. Well, yeah, ring wise, yeah. definitely, I agree with you. Um, but again, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I'm not comfortable with the story because, you know, Jeff Hardy's past and it's just reminiscent of Hulk and what, what they did with Hulk. And then guess what? He eventually passed away. It's, it's just not, I, I just, with the timing and everything being so sensitive, you know, I, I don't, I don't feel comfortable for that with Jeff. You know, artistic souls usually deal with depression and, and, and those are, that's really hard to overcome. So I mean, mm-hmm. don't like it's just it's just weird. I don't I don't I'm not comfortable with it, but I do see Jeff winning it. It's just yeah, yeah I'm, I'm they need to do away with that storyline. It's, it's it's just not comfortable. Yeah, they should do away with it. Just if you're gonna have Jeff win, have Jeff win, and that's it. If you have Sheamus win, this hat. If they have Sheamus win, storyline is going further. So as much as I want yeah, no. Sheamus win, I'm. He might have to, he's just gonna have to take this L for the story to be over. Uh, and, like, and that's it. It will move Jeff Hardy on to, to Baron Corbin, which I think that's where they're going anyway. So, uh. Um, I feel like, like you said, there's that swerve element. So yeah, Seamus might win, but I'm going with Jeff. Yeah, Seamus might win because of, well, I don't know. Because King Corbin is mixed up with, um with, um Otis right now. So. Swaggy Oaks! And I think something's gonna come out of that. Like, 
like Baron Corbin's gonna beat him for the money in the bank contract. Don't do that. Don't do that. We ain't even gonna put that in the air. That's what you're not gonna do. We're not gonna do that. I ain't gonna do that. Just saying, it is, it do is that. a strong oh. possibility. It is Look. a strong possibility. Right. Do not let the fat skin twist that story. Don't do that. Of course not. Of course We're not. We're not gonna do that. Don't don't do that to Swaggy Oaks. I mean, it's having the best year of his life. Yes, that's for sure. Yes, that's a curl in the briefcase. Leave him alone. All right, whatever. So, um, Oscar and Nia Jax. Um, I think we know Nia, We know Oscar is probably is going to win. Thing about the match, right? How good do you think the match is going to be? Because they've had good matches trash. before in the past. It's going to be trash. It's going to be trash. Or is it going to be trash because of Nia Jax? Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry, Wilkins. Yes, it is. Mm. It's going to be bad. I don't know if it's. She's never been this bad. That's the that's the thing. I I never thought Nia yeah. was. Well, I thought she was bad, but I didn't think she was this bad. Like it's not. Mm. It, it's more than just hurting people. It's to the point where it's like she just looks sloppy in the ring, and you you can see the missteps. Footwork has never been this great. It's never been good, but it's like it's gotten bad since the surgery. I don't know. Her timing is off. So I mean, I I hope for Oscar's sake that it doesn't be that bad. But I definitely hope and pray that Nia does not win the damn title. Like I'm wishing yeah. on a star. I'm wishing on a star. I don't want that to happen. It's just no. Hell no. And you can't even pick to say that you think this match is gonna be good. I think it's I, I think it's I have faith. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, stuttering. I do have faith. You're yeah. way too way too smooth being the soul of R and B to be stuttering right now. Stop the bullshit. I get it. We cool with Wilkins. He's a nice actor. Oh no, nah, this is not the, it had nothing to do with Wilkins. It has everything to everything to do with Oscar. And Oscar carrying the match, not Nia. Oscar. Not all Nia has to here's my thing. One of the greatest big men of all time, Big Show, is backstage with them, right? Uh-huh. He he works with them. He works with WWE. And I made this point yesterday. How many times have you heard of Big Show hurting somebody? Never. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. Kane, Undertaker. Greatest big top five, greatest the big smoothest. man of all time. Kane is light like a motherfucking feather. The smoothest. Shit, even Kevin Nash. How many times have you heard Kevin Nash hurting somebody? Kevin no, Nash is getting hurt. Hurts himself. He's hurt himself. He hurt himself, and that'll count. Quads get back. His quads, yeah, quads were like his quads were like he he grew up with his quads in the red. So this is fucked up. I'm a fan, you know, Kevin Nash. You know, big, big fan of Kevin uh, Nash. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a fan. I feel like we're disrespecting him. It's just a podcast, bro. Yeah. Nah, but we fuck with Kevin Nash for sure. Yeah. But, um, um, again, my thing is with all, with access to, and also with access to Rikishi, with access to the Usos, to Roman, to The Rock, my my God, to Jacob, Fatu, your family members. Don't put that on though. 
Don't put that burden on them. No, I'm not putting it on them. I'm putting it on her with access to those people. How are you not getting better in the ring? I'm not going to hold you. It's hard to develop timing. There's certain things you cannot teach. Mm-hmm. Some things you just got to fill out. And mm-hmm. timing is one of them. Because not with everybody you're going to be able to, like, have that level of chemistry with. To, like, be fluent in the ring. I can attest to that. So, with Nia being as, you know, big as she is, not talking about, like, her weight, but I'm talking about, like, in her size and stature, it's hard for, like, it's hard for her probably to, like, garner that, you know, that, that, that level of timing. So, with Oscar, who's fucking phenomenal in the ring, and, and, in my opinion, might be top three, top two best, um, in ring women performers in, 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 in WWE right now, she has a good chance to pull up a really good match. She does. Do I feel like it's going to happen? Probably not because she's not been really good in the ring for like the last, well, since she's been back. She's been hurting people because her timing is off. Her footwork is atrocious. But, but she was hurting people before that, and that's the thing. That's what I'm saying, but it wasn't as bad before as it is now. It's gotten worse. I don't know. I, I don't know if we're blaming it on the, the length of time that she's been out, or it's just lack of giving a fuck. Who knows? It's, it's, it's got to be lack of giving a fuck. It's like I said, she has access to all of this. I'm sure if she needed a ring and she needed people to practice with, she could get it. It's not that. It's not a, a thing about. If she could, it's about wanting to do it. She, I, like I said, I, I don't mind her doing all the stuff outside the ring, like, you know, doing photo shoots and all that stuff. Well, that shit is cute. But when it comes down to, to the ring, Nia Jax, like I said, if we're comparing big women, let's compare Awesome Kong. Again, Awesome Kong has worked with, with way smaller women. Did not footwork, great timing. Right. She worked with small ass Gail Kim and that was the greatest feud, one of the greatest feuds in women's wrestling history that doesn't get talked about enough. But I don't hear I never heard of a really on a rare occurrence or if ever have I heard about Kong hurting somebody. Uh Kong but, too. Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose. Nala Rose, like I said, Nala Rose don't hurt nobody. Again, what's wrong with 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 someone who's went through developmental already? That's the issue. She's been through developmental and everything like that. I honestly think she needs to drop some weight for her knees. Again, she she looks phenomenal as, as a big woman, and she she she's she looks good as an in-ring character, but I think part of her, you know, she maybe if she loses a little, a little bit of weight, it would help her too in the ring. I don't know. Yeah. I well, mean, like I said, I think it might be lack of giving a fuck or just like, yeah. just, I don't know. I, I'm not putting it on the left of time. The left of time yeah. probably made it worse, but mm-hmm. who knows? Like I said, it's not a, it's not a diss to Nia, Nia Jax, like, we love you over here. Like, you know, we're, we're, we're fans of your family. You're not a bad person. Like, I think we're fans of her. 
Yeah, like we, <laughs> I, we, a lot of us probably spoken to her one on one on a few occasions, and like I know Tavia told me a story where she spoke to her. So I mean, like she's she's a cool person. Like she's great on social media. She shot she shouted out Jabba Tears one time. You know, Wilkins has like his fondness to her and whatnot. You know, we love you on in, in, on the network. We love you, but we're gonna be honest. That's our job to be honest. Mm-hmm. That's just what we're it is. Just, yeah, yeah, we love you, but we got it. We got it. We got to give out the news then. But I, I like I said, I think Oscar. Gets a good match out of, out of her. Just like, I think, just like we, we didn't think Ronda Rousey was going to get a good match out of Nia oh, Jax. Speak and for boom. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. I knew that was going to be good. Why? Because two people that don't really have, well, Ronda's not bad with timing and footwork. She's really actually pretty good, but she knows how to take a punch. She knows how to fight fight. So that could have just, that was just going to be what it was, which was a brawl. Loved it. Yeah. When you have two fights in a wrestler atmosphere, yeah, it's like Brock Lesnar. It was like Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. and fucking um, fuck. It might have been John Cena. John John Cena is unorthodox, so mm-hmm. it was it was just made for disaster. But it was just so fucking good to watch. And yeah, Brock and Cena was them. really good, and and exactly. that that one didn't get enough credit. I'm not talking about the old account. I'm talking about the one when Brock came back. That yeah, that was even better. Was that but, uh, yeah, I think so. Something like that. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then John Cena was supposed to go away for a while, and then he popped up on Raw the next night. <laughs> I remember. But uh, moving forward, Braun and Braun Morrison versus Braun Strowman. Sorry, Braun Strowman versus Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey, ho, ho! Uh, for the that was a good music video. It was, it really was. I wish Braun didn't break the glass to show us the new music video though. I want to see it. But uh um two on one handicap match for the Universal Championship. Um one of those matches to where it's like okay, Braun should win. Yeah, what? Yeah. Braun should win and it would make a thousand percent chance um sense if he does. My thing is I just see – I don't see him dominating both Miz and Morrison, even former though that probably will happen. Former tag team champions. How do you beat the former tag team champions convincingly without destroying them as a tag team? Well, destroy their their their, their credibility as a tag team and a formidable top tag team in that division. How do you do that? That's another. That's another look of being – of writing yourself into a corner. How do you keep Braun Strowman strong and keep Miz and Morrison strong as a tag team and a tag team division that is kind of floundering right now? Mm. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I mean, giving the the former tag champs a a world title shot is wow. Now, here's the thing. Sorry, sir. If it was a different tag team, say it for whatever reason it was a new day right then it's like oh okay this could happen not even for Cody for for E yeah for E like but you know with Mrs. Morrison we know what they're there for we know what they're there for we know what the 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 bottom line is going to be eventually he has to watch Braun has to watch out for Otis 
Braun has to watch out for the fiend still. Because Bray clearly said it's not over. So, <laughs> so clearly Bray is coming for the belt again. Otis is, they're going to keep teasing Otis coming for the belt, but he probably won't come for the belt. And, and, and you, know, you know, no eventually, problem. eventually we got Roman Reigns waiting in the wings. So when this is, he's, it, he's not coming back. That's, that's why I said eventually. He's not coming back until the coronavirus is, is you know, yeah. So he he's you know like I said he's waiting in the wings, and then you also have if Daniel Bryan comes back in September, you still have that. You can put Braun versus Daniel Bryan just as a eh, match. Shinsuke, you can give Cesaro or Shin. Either one of them a opportunity. See, SmackDown is loaded. SmackDown yeah. is loaded with, and SmackDown looks like an indie show. How loaded they are! But like, yeah. like it looks. Yeah, SmackDown could SmackDown could be what it was when Paul Heyman was running it. The problem is, yeah, the problem is Chris Pritchard is running it. So that means Vince McMahon is running it. And that's a whole nother, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Because I bet you, like, they're about to push the shit out of AJ Styles with some shit right now, bro. AJ, and I love AJ Styles, but keep him away from the world championship for now. Have him elevate the Intercontinental Championship like he elevated the United States Championship. Like, for him to become, he's already became a Grand Slam champion, I believe. No, 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 no. He's a Triple Crown champion. He, he needs, doesn't want to uh, tag titles yet. Huh? He doesn't want a tag title yet. Yeah. He needs a tag title win, and that may happen, that may not happen. But, yeah. Because um, there's a few people who need, there's a few people, there's two people who need Intercontinental Championships to become Grand Slam champions, and that's Undertaker and John Cena, but those two won't happen. So, <laughs> who knows? But um, Miz, in terms of Braun and Miz and Morrison, like, bro, come on. No contest. <laughs> so, no contest. Somebody's going to interfere. Yeah. That's all we need to has to interfere. Yeah. I see. I'm, I'm, I'm say guessing the fall. Fiend. Oh, yeah. Definitely the Fiend. But I see a false um, cashing, too. From Otis. Miz and Morrison try to convince Otis. Miz and Morrison try to convince Otis to cash in. So. Because remember, if we cash it in, there's so much shit that can happen in this match. We're going to move on. Um, If he cashes in during the middle of the match, Miz and Morrison could essentially pin Otis. To win, win the championship. They don't have to pin Braun. People will be hot, bro. I'd be hot. <laughs> we'll I'm not going to do that at all. We're not going to do that. We won't put that into the air. We won't put that in there. So, You're not. Uh, so Drew McIntyre, the champion, <sighs> WWE champion versus Bobby Lashley, who will have MVP and probably an assist from Lana 
or or a distraction from Lana during the match. Uh um, awesome. <laughs> awesome. Or to help him one or the other. So who who do you think wins? Do you think we we um Drew drops the title here? Or do you think yeah, Bobby Bobby and Drew continue on for the next couple of months? They're not continuing for the next couple of months either. I, I just choose one of this. It's gonna be with an assist from Lana or some shit, inadvertently or some shit like that. But Drew's one of that type. Do I see it continuing further? Not necessarily. Or probably like put put Bobby Lashley on the pole and Lana and MVP fight for him or some type of shit. I don't know, but I don't see it should last so long. No. Lashley on the pole. Oh man, this is that's like WCW 2000. Uh, fighting over Bobby Lashley. I'm like, what has he done? And, and like. He only beat Rusev. I think here's the thing. What I, what I said yesterday. Here's what I said yesterday on, on the other podcast. Um, Lashley doesn't need to be built up because of how he looks. His look is enough because is it? Time, there's nobody on Raw. To, there's no other heels on Raw besides Seth Rollins and his, his his little two oh five live crew and and then you know Andrade and his stripper his stripper friend, not friends. There's only one stripper friend because, you know, the other stripper friend is in Seth two oh five live crew. So You're an asshole. But You're an asshole. <laughs> but here's like here's the thing. What this will have to continue on for a little bit longer because you have to remember, there are no heels on Raw. There's, there's no heels on Agent. So the best heel on Raw is sitting at the commentary booth. What about Randy Orton? Randy Orton's mixed up with Edge, but I can't see. I could see Randy Orton and and, and um, Drew going back at it, or even yeah, Edge. Or Drew. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's gonna continue. Hopefully this Wait. Edge and Randy Orton shit ends tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm hoping it's done after tonight because I, I was I, I was excited for WrestleMania, low key disappointed, and I'm like shit, this again. It's <laughs> like that 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 was the feeling that I'm having that I had, and I'm and I'm a big fan of both, but I I, I legit hope it ends tonight. Just saying. Yeah. Um, I just think that, uh, I, I think Bobby has a more uphill battle because of Lana and MVP bickering in the corner and everything like <laughs> Doing all that shit and, and fucking up the match. I, that's what I think that happens. Yeah. Uh, the other part of me see, see that it's Drew built up a lot of steam chasing. And I don't think Drew loses any by losing to losing the belt to Lashley and getting it back at the next one of the next two pay per views because a long time ago WWE was known for flip flopping the WWE Championship and when it made sense. When in '98, yeah, when everybody touched the belt at least once, and then Triple H kept winning it back, so. Oh, that was 99, 99. That was in 99, yeah, 99, 2000, but in 98, 
um, Undertaker, Rock, Austin. Austin, Mankind. Yeah, mankind. The four people had the belt almost during that year, right? 97, 98. Like, mm-hmm. And into 90, in, in 98, 99. So, like, when you add Triple H to it. So, you know, within a couple years, you had five champions. Within two years, you had five champions almost. So, I can see it happening here. But it's not likely. Yeah, I don't see it. Not with Bobby Lashley. I think that might be the one thing that'll lose that man career is the damn world. <laughs> Boy, imagine if that's it. I feel bad, but it is what it is. I know. Now, two. Um, before we end this off, now two. Um, the match they really built that I think is definitely a rib, but they did it much better. <laughs> Cause I'm not, I'm still not sold on this on this I'm not sold on this I won't ever be sold on this because I feel like somebody's playing a, a sick ass joke or or Randy Orton Edge because <laughs> you literally put potential <laughs> one of the top intercontinental championship matches ever on SmackDown to avoid putting to avoid having it on backlash for that to be the potentially greatest match ever. Are you serious? Like, yes. Like I said, I think I said that was, I I was overzealous and said that was one of the top five Intercontinental Championship matches I've seen. But, and then people started naming shit that I saw before. I was like, oh, okay. Well, top 10. I would have killed you. (laughs) Like, I would have destroyed you that that I said it, I said it, and then when people started mentioning other shit, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Because I forget about the Intercontinental Championship sometimes now, so. And the history eludes me now. I was about to say, it, strongly forget the Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels feud. That's what you're doing? I, no, I put that as my number one match ever. Uh, uh, my number one Intercontinental Championship match ever. But, and that's not going to change. One of the hosts said he doesn't regard that match really because he he really didn't see much of it. So okay, I give you that, but you have to he has to watch it. Then. You gotta watch it. <laughs> he said he thought the second match was better. I was like, huh. So he, he didn't see Steamboat and Savage. He put Steamboat and Savage on his list too. Steamboat and Savage popped up. Um, what else? Um, Jericho and Benoit. That ladder match at Royal Rumble, not enough people yeah. talk about, was, was brought up. Someone brought up RVD and Eddie, uh, and I was like, whoa, that's a hidden gem. Uh, ladder match? That wasn't a ladder match. And they got another title match. Most of the good ones have been ladder matches. Definitely bro. so. Definitely so. Edge, uh, not Edge. Um, um, Edge and Orton wasn't that bad one for the Intercontinental Championship. Edge and Angle wasn't bad either. Angle, Benoit, and, and Jericho for the European and, and the Intercontinental type, title was, was a really good match, too. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm just mad that you even thought to say something like that. But, I mean, I get your point. It's AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, you know. I tried to be a little bit of heater, too. I tried to, try to be like you. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I wouldn't say nothing like that. I mean, but, uh. You said some 
crazy shit before. Don't even get it. Look, just because I said Bret Hart can't lace Angle's boots. Y'all, y'all took that out of context. I'm just saying Bret Hart has back problems. He can't bend down. Bro, you can't, bro, you can't say that and then when we start arguing with you, oh, nah, I meant his boots. <laughs> I meant, I meant he can't bend down. So he can't bend down. Not possible right now. That's tough. Okay. So, Edge and Randy Orton. I heard this is one of the, this is the lone match they, they pre-recorded. Obviously, for obvious reasons. So. You have to live up to his fucking bill. It, but it won't, regardless. Like you can't, they put themselves in a hole, hole with Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles, bro. Like you, you said, greatest you match ever. They're talking about, like we just said, Steamboat and Savage. Uh, right. What else? Uh, fucking, fucking, uh, Fox shit. Uh, Austin and Brett. Fucking mm-hmm. Flair. Um, Flair versus fucking um, the fuck is his name? Shit, I can't think of a bigger name. But um, who else? Shit, uh, Mick Foley and and Randy Orton for the damn Intercontinental Title. Exactly. Uh, uh, fucking fucking Rock and Hunter for the Intercontinental yeah. Title. Foley, right? Yeah, hey, all it, all they title back. Fucking Austin and Rock. Uh, fucking Triple H, Triple H and Shawn Michaels and SummerSlam. Uh, what else? Taker and Shawn Michaels. You got oh, a long Talking about greatest, greatest matches, matches. yes. Oh, All we're talking time. about we're talking about the greatest matches ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fucking yeah, Undertaker, bro. Undertaker versus Hunter or 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 Shawn Michaels, bro. Like either one of those. Like, come on, bro. Of course, the second the Hell in Cell match, Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker, the first Hell in Cell match, bro. Yeah. Like, it, it's so many greatest matches ever. It's like and Austin and and, and Bret Hart that WrestleMania match. Right. Austin and Brown. The Iron Man match. Like, you know, yeah. you, 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 you can't say that. It has to be, it has to be given to you. And that's just WWE. We ain't getting New Japan with fucking, you know, with Omega and Jericho or Omega and, um, Okada. Omega like, and Okada. Like, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, like bro, yeah, like, really? Right. You, you want to see the greatest match ever? All right, hold on. Be prepared to sit for an hour. Because this is what you're about to see. Like, You can't say shit like that. That's just, it's just asinine. I don't even know who, I want to know who's the dickhead that said that during that right meeting. We're going to name it the greatest match ever. Do you really want to know who the dickhead who said that is? Do you really like, want to know? That dude deserves to be fired after, after tonight. I'm sorry. But I don't, if it is, if it is, this will this will drop on Monday, right? If it is, look forward to me having a video of me apologizing, saying you guys are right. It was the greatest match I've ever seen. That I means, and, and that means for everybody when you listen to this, the video will not come out at all. This will definitely the video will not come out. I'm gonna need Edge to be do to do flippy shit like like I said, and I get and Randy Orton. Came out with, uh, with something, um, on after the bell, um, talking about, you know, and the NXT style and all that stuff like that. I get that. What, what he said was perfectly right. And I, I will, me and Matt will talk about that another time, but, um, fucking to build a match as the greatest match of all time after seeing 
like literally, literally the greatest match of all time. You're watching the Undertaker's last ride, and he's and is and he's talking about 25 resume of 25 with Shawn Michaels, bro. And then you got the nerves to play the Undertaker shit. 26. I'm sorry, five, 25 and 26. 25 and 26. That's right. Right. So. Come on, like you can't do that. I just think the match is going to be a good match. I don't see Edge and Orton having a bad match. Okay. I ring rust, yes, because Ed, the last time Edge was in a ring fighting someone the caliber of Randy Orton was his WrestleMania match, I believe, against Del Rio. That wasn't even a good match. And that was a ladder match. I'm not mistaken, right? It wasn't huh? even that great. It wasn't even that great. The last edge, great edge match that I saw might have mm-hmm. been with Taker. It might have been with Taker or it might have been with Cena. I think it was, no, no, I'm talking about, actually, no, his last really, really good match was with Ziggler. Not, you're right. You're right. I gotta, I give you that. But again, this match might be good, but I don't even think it's gonna be better than NXT great matches like Sami Zayn and Nakamura or or uh, the revival that's not, versus DIY. That's not fair to put, to put that on. That's the problem we have it. Like, that's, it's not it's literally no fair for us, for WWE to put them in that position to where it's like. Be that shit won't even be better than the New Day versus the Usos. These niggas are tripping. They tripping. They, mm-hmm. they tripping, tripping. Like, look. Yeah, they're. they're Randy Orton's gonna win this. That's my pick because I, mm-hmm. I think we give it just way too much energy yeah. this. Cause I because because we might have to do after the year traction how how mediocre it was. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and since I know this this app called Streamyard now, it's gonna be lit because now we can do an after the year is live on Facebook. Yeah, we can do it while the show, while the match is going on. I got my TV face right to it. Well, I'm, I'm going to be at Janelle's. We'll be at Fight Club. Fight Club. Yeah, we're going to be at Fight Club. Shout out to Fight Club. <laughs> Hooker and Licks. All the Hooker, Hooker and Licks. The best takeout food you can ever order. Right. From everywhere. All of the takeout. But, Legit, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then you also got um, Roro and Izzy doing st- stuff, whatever. <laughs> so, I mean, Izzy, hopefully Izzy don't pop up with with a half drinking, um, uh, fucking handy bottle like he he did the past two times. <laughs> shout out to Izzy. He, he does the job at his Twitter. Uh, shout out. Out then, bro, the good dude. He, he just be doing wild shit sometimes and fail. Like falling asleep. <laughs> and falling asleep. And falling asleep. He hasn't fell asleep lately because, you know, he, you know, he hasn't been able to. We haven't, we haven't well, let him. Been, he's, he's probably well rested now with everybody being in, 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 in quarantine. Yes, he probably is well rested now. So, yeah, I get that. I give him that. But, um,. Yeah, that's a wrap for this episode. Very, very good episode, bro. Um, shout out to Tay, shout out to Larry. Um, Larry will be back on here next week, definitely. Uh, for sure. Um, again, we have, uh, 
it's not the original episode we plan to do, but I was glad we was able to get an episode out to you guys. Uh, we have a John Cena episode coming out soon. We have an Ali episode coming out, um, soon as well. So stay tuned for that. Um, any, any final thoughts, Matt? You want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all can catch me on, um, Talk of Champions on Thursday. We're going to be highlighting the backlash with the McMahons versus Shawn Michaels and God. Look forward to that. Such good shit. Such good shit. Shout out to Stan and, and, and Miss Hearts. Um, shout out to Talk of Champions, Talk of Champions team. They're really good people. Um, definitely. I'm going to up off. I might Probably, but she she definitely said she's not hard to to uh to uh, what's the name to 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 get mad. So you're yeah. the heater. I ain't gonna try. I'm not gonna try, but you know, I mm-hmm. fail miserably at that. I always piss people off. I don't know how I do it, but I just do it. <laughs> also, um, I said look out for me everywhere. There's something coming up. Uh, um, called. Um, podcast of the round table. Um, I don't have 100% details I can give you guys yet. Just please just stay tuned for that. A couple podcasts that we are friends with, a couple of wrestling podcasts. Um, a lot of black podcasts that, um, are going on. I know the job of tears. I know I'm going to be involved with it. Um, try to get Matt involved. Um, black for the job of tears, Mr. Black job of tears podcast going to be involved. Um, so, um, and and my boy um boy uh what's his name? Poxley <laughs> He'll be down from weed and wrestling, he's gonna be down with it, so just stay tuned for that. So uh, So for the living legend, one word, Larry Morgan, who is He's here been here before. He's been here before. He's in spirit. For um the No Limit Soldier, Queen Tay. Who's at so doing her boot camp? That invited everyone to do. Oh, Matt, Matt, get us killed for for uh, the Suicide Squad member BK Matt. What? Really? Am I Will Smith? I'm Will Smith part, right? You can be Will Smith. Thank you. Thank you. You'll be Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah. It is me. It is me. Well, nah, no, let me not do that. It is me. Your boy, Big Baby, signing off. (laughs) R&B.